We can't polish this turd. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in life, Glenn Tate. Shelby and I have no problem changing course when new information emerges. And in the past, we thought a civil war was likely because the evidence at that point supported that conclusion. Now, due to circumstances that we'll be talking about in this episode, we think the threat of civil war is lower. We suggest that preppers shift their focus from overdoing it on security and instead balance out their prepping portfolio to beef up in other areas like water and food. Bad times are coming for sure. It just seems to us a little bit less likely that the worst time of all, which would be an awful civil war nobody wants. We just don't think civil war is the most likely scenario anymore, and we can back up why we say that. I think you're going to find it incredibly interesting. Speaking of incredibly interesting, everybody's hanging on their seats because it is time for Glenn to randomly pick the sponsor superlative of the week. This is a word that Shelby uses when she mentions sponsors instead of the word awesome, which apparently was being overused. Overused since, what, 1983? Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of fun with this. And uh, everyone, think in your mind, listener. Be thinking of what you think this superlative should be. You're never going to guess. You're never going to guess this. This hails from the West Coast circa the late 80s and early 90s, where I was in the late 80s and early 90s. And that is Bob Bitchin. A Bob Bitchin. Yes, it's a surfer term. I get to say that for the rest of the show. Y'all excited? Yeah. Where does that come from, Glenn? Uh, California. I'm, I'm not enamored with California, but they do have some good phrases. A funny quick story. In the early 90s, I was in Tulsa at a Tulsa Drillers minor league baseball game, which was an absolute blast. And I was there with my cousin because I have kinfolk in Oklahoma. And I was using the term Bobbitchin because it's like how we talked on the West Coast. And uh, my cousin from Tulsa said, you sound like such a surfer. And I thought, I'm not trying to sound like a surfer. It's just that I guess the surfer stuff kind of took over the slang. So I felt kind of dumb. So what's funny is that and I if, still do. If you look at Glenn Tate, he does not <laughs> he does yeah. not exude surferness. Surfer yeah. Yeah. Any hoosers. So. Well, show Shelby, why don't you tell folks about our first Bob. highlighted Bob Bitchin sponsor. And seriously, our first sponsor is Jared Savick, who is a Bobbitchin. Bobbitchin, I got to say that right. Sure. Um, He is a great realtor out of Western Montana that specializes in helping um, and serving folks and finding great prepping properties. You could find Jared at redstate-realtors.com. He and his wonderful wife, you can find them there, will help you find an Bobbitchin property you. in Western Montana, but he's special. He is in Western Montana. I got to clarify. He serves all of Montana. Sure. He'll help it's you find stuff. It is a big state. It's the third largest state in the union. In fact, that's right. Shelby, why don't you tell folks about some of the merch that we have? Seriously, we have a great stock. In fact, I got to send some out today. Some great stock of our hoodies. And we're reminded how awesome hoodies are. I'm sorry, how Bobbitchin. Thank you. Hoodies are today as we wake up in the high. Today is what, 15? That's the high. It's going to get down to minus six. It's kind of nice to have a hoodie. Also, it's nice to have a hat. We have I Miss America hats. They're very well made. They're not the garbage from Pakistan that you see on that (laughs) rough material that scratches your head. We don't do that kind of stuff. No. Learn to comfort. There's a reason of the week every week to be a Patreon. And the reason of the week this week is that you get a comment on a show and you get to read the comments of others that's exclusively for patreons the comments especially for this episode we think will be very enlightening well let's get into it shelby and i came up with this topic about two hours ago because we were sitting around Saturday morning drinking coffee. And for her, that's a multi-hour process because sure <laughs> physics. Saturday mornings. I mean, oh. it's like if you could fill up a fire truck and, and stick a fire hose. It's in her- not the 6 a.m. rush out the door with a travel mug of coffee. It's not that. It's that we're going to sit and relax. And spend our time drinking gallons of coffee. gallons of coffee into my system. And then we go do a show. Yep, exactly. All perked <laughs> up. 
So we were drinking our Saturday morning coffee. We we were going to do a show on reluctant spouses and how the changing times have affected the perceptions of some reluctant spouses. And then I had a second cup of coffee. Well, okay. <laughs> and yeah. then this yeah. came way up. To di- way, way to undersell it and diminish it. Right. No. Okay. A second cup. Oh, officer, I've only had two beers. That's what I'm hearing no. in my ears. <laughs> so I didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> um, so we started talking about how times have changed. And then we realized, oh, my goodness, there's an even better topic, you know, for today. And that is how times have changed. And that's what we're going to be talking about. We'll be doing the Reluctant Spouse Show week after next because next week. so cool. So episode, Bob Bitchin. Thank you. It looks like preliminarily planned episode 223, the next episode. Of course, there's a lot of meaning to 223. We're going to have, drum roll please. Da, 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 da. We're going to have the Gun Dudes. Carl and Stan from the Gun Dudes, which is an amazing podcast that actually gave me a ton of ideas for how I wanted to do a podcast. Basically, I ripped them off is what I'm saying. Didn't they go into retirement as well? They did. They went into retirement. They're coming out of retirement to be on our show because they're super cool guys. And and uh, Carl's they're interesting. Bob Itchin. They're Bob Bitchin. They're not super cool. They're Bob Itchin. That's right. And um, you're going to love it. They're, they're hilarious and they've got some really cool insight. So, Shelby, why don't you tell folks about our Bob Bitchin sponsors? You can find all of our Bob Bitchin sponsors over at our website at prepping2-0.com. They are listed on the Friends and Affiliates page, and there's tons of coupon codes over there. So check them out. You'll find Forever Forward Apparel, which specializes in freedom-loving apparel as well as Prepping 2.0. Exclusive apparel, Pro One water filters, not just water filters, but house... No, they're Bob Bitchin. They're Bob Bitchin. Uh, Like household water filters. Katie Armour, come and take it. specializes in body armor for the average Joe citizen. New Mana Foods is freeze-dried bulk foods. Minuteman Coffee, yes, mm-hmm. that is what's powering today's show. Um, additionally, we um, another Bob and awesome realtor, Paul Burke, you can find him at firstresponserealty.com powered by Fathom Realty and Gibbs Arms, G-I-B-B-Z. You can click over on their website over at our website. And again, great coupon codes over there. So one of the reasons this show came about is what I alluded to when we talked about differing perspectives of reluctant spouses who might be softening or might be formerly reluctant spouses. COVID, Uh, and we talked about how COVID changed a lot of that. And we'll get into that. But the other reason that this, this topic of the diminishing threat, in our opinion, of civil war came up is that I was looking at past episodes, as I do for the archive episode of the week, which we'll be talking about after the break. And I realized that in 2019 and 2020, a lot of the topics of the shows and a lot of the guests we had on, it it related to what seemed at the time to be quite the significant threat of civil war. Um, in case anybody out there is is not a listener to this show and really doesn't know us well, maybe you don't know that we do not want a civil war. Um, the 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 military folks that I know, especially the ones in elite units, I've that never been in the military. That have been in countries that have been in combat and have been in countries that are falling apart because of civil war. To a man, will tell you, a civil war is so much more horrible than the average American can can comprehend. In fact, Shelby, who is it in this country that actually wants a civil war? Lefties. Lefties. They think it's a video game. They don't get what what all is involved. And we're going to talk about how that was part of our conversation this morning. It's kind of being reflective since 20, 2019, 2020. Yeah. And, real, and really realizing who really, when you boil it all out and, and distill it down to the granular, who wants it? The far, far, far left does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, continue your train of thought, though. Exactly. So we think that the the um, threat is less and we're going to describe the reasons for that. We'll do them one at a time. Uh, so let's just start into it. Let right. me ask you, Shelby, what is one of the reasons that you came up with this morning? Uh, coffee time with Glenn and Shelby talking about the threat of civil yeah, so, war. And join us in our coffee conversation. Yeah, everyone. exactly. Yeah, so so what's what's one reason you see the threat diminishing? I feel like, well, I hate people who start that. I feel like because it sounds so emotional. It's not. I believe is a better is a better statement. The reason being is that there's not a, a conservative in 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 the presidential 
position. Mm-hmm. We don't have somebody that the left and the media, who we now know, work part and parcel together. They're hand in hand. Mm-hmm. The, the the mainstream media right now is truly Pravda. That is what, how do we know that? Because of the Twitter files that have come out since Elon Musk has um, opened that gate and, and basically said Twitter is not only a social media platform, but a crime scene. <laughs> um, we now know that what really happened in 2020 with the election was the collusion between the media and the left to oust President Trump. So when you think about the 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 leading up to the 2020 election, we had the summer of love, which yeah. was fraught peaceful with peaceful protests, peaceful protests and summer of love. And we, basically, we had major cities burning and we had the George Floyd riots and other riots that came out of racially charged incidents. A.K.A. shopping and not having to pay for it. Right. And, and and then we had, in that, we had all of these district attorneys in these major cities that are not going to prosecute major, major crimes. So we had all of that. And in that, we had a president that was trying to offer federal help to these cities. And I remember very clearly, and it's the one that sticks out to me because I remember watching his ridiculously screed, ridiculous screed of a press conference, Ted Wheeler out of Portland, Oregon. The mayor of Portland, Mayor Oregon. of Portland has where Antifa was just absolutely assaulting officers. Running the city. Blaming all of that on the racial whatever of Donald Trump, which was absolutely untrue. The reason why Portland was burning is because Ted Wheeler wasn't reigning in crime. Bottom line, that had nothing. Trump was demoralized his police force and made them all retire slash quit and told them not to do anything except Mm -hmm. stand there and take the beatings. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, That's pretty much it. That was Trump's fault. And Trump was offering federal help to bring law and order to Portland. So what we don't have now is we don't have a conservative. We don't have a Republican. We don't have an an unswampy person in office. We have somebody that will collude with all of that. So that's very different. Go ahead. I want to amplify what you're saying. Um, I think that in, in the the riots and all of that other stuff were political. It right. was designed right. to to get Donald Trump unelected, to, to make people Create think chaos. That, that Donald Trump wasn't uh, wasn't capable of keeping law and order. There were bad things happening, universally acknowledged to be bad things, and that Trump, quote, wasn't doing anything about it. There's So it was a political campaign in a sense, yes. And let me add to that. Here's here's your litmus test. Here's how you know. There Just this week, there was a very racially motivated, mo- racially charged, I should say, charged, charged yes. incident. I don't know. In Memphis. It, in Memphis. That is barely making Memphis mm-hmm. news. Had that happened, tell you what. If when that, Donald Trump were president, Memphis would have burned. Memphis would have burned, and that would have made international news. Mm-hmm. So because what, it was Donald Trump that was causing the, the atmosphere of racially charged stuff. And I will say this. If this were, let's just say, take this sad, this sad incident in Memphis. And I never want to say that these are, ne- whenever someone loses their life in such an, there's never... That's never good. If this happened in summer of 2024, has the left is trying to keep a lefty in office, still would not have had the summer of love. Exactly. And the reason is the difference between being an incumbent and yeah. being an outsider when you want to. And this is, as I was saying, these 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 riots are very political. So consider these riots analogous to a political campaign. In a political campaign, when you're trying to take out an incumbent, you love chaos, you love disorder, you love bad times, you love bad economic times because it gives you a reason to tell voters Right. To get rid of an incumbent. As so re- it's an entirely it, different mindset than when you are defending an incumbent. And, and they the left, are ridiculous reasons. Yeah. Yes. And the left is defending an incumbent. Now, they may not like Biden. Nobody really does. He's a completely ineffective president. And we'll talk president. about that. We'll talk about that, too. Um, and so when the left is trying to keep the White House, I think is the best way yeah. to put it. They're not going to have the same strategy. They don't want necessarily... Um, all kinds of chaos and cities burning, because when cities burn now with Biden being the president, 
the same idea that whoever's the president ought to make sure that cities don't burn like it's the president burning a city, which, of course, he's not. Not even Biden's doing that. No. And so you've got an entirely different set of incentives, political incentives, when you're trying to get an incumbent out. And I don't know that you and I really thought through that whole incumbent versus not incumbent thing in 2019 and 2020. Nope. One of the reasons we didn't think that through is because um, according to the actual election results, uh, Donald Trump should be the president yep. in 2020. We didn't we didn't really take a Biden presidency terribly seriously because we didn't think it would happen. Yeah, the we poll, figured the margin of poll. cheating that Trump would exceed the margin of cheating, which is the two or three percentage points that Republicans, especially in areas that are like big counties controlled by Democrat machines, you need to have two to three percent, five or six percent would be everything. better to get past the margin of cheating. Um, but the left in 2020 decided not to hide it and just go ahead and go nuts with the cheating. Anyway, we all know about the cheating, but see, it was an entirely different vibe. It was an entirely different situation, entirely different lens. We were looking through things in 2019 and 2020 and those, those, uh, vibes and situations and political incentives have changed. So we're going to change our outlook too. So that's a great segue. Segue. Segue into now looking forward. Right now we're, we just passed the midterms. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully the house will continue to uncover garbage, but we're going to talk about that here in a second. So now we're looking, now the next presidential election is going to be this summer of 2024. Right. So is there going to be? And she knows, by the way, that elections are in November. We're talking yeah. about the political the lead season. Up, the lead up in the, the summer yeah. when the weather's nice and it's better riot weather. It's riot. It's rioting when, season. When when you riot, you really need to do it in t-shirts and shorts. Well, and part of, and we talked about that. That's one reason why things aren't really getting. That's another reason why things aren't super spicy in in Memphis right now. Because it's cold out. Because it's stinking cold. So. Right, but when you're trying to do, create chaos leading up to an election and in, in in the election season, that's when you're going to do it. The summer of 2024. So keep your yes. eyes out on that. So we're looking forward to that. It's not going to be at all like summer of 2020. Um, so here's what's the, what's going to be different about 2024. Looking forward, is that the left is going to try their cheating darndest mm -hmm. to keep control. Now here's the pro here's the Here's the sticky in the wicket. Mm. That's my new term. There we go. We right now have a very compromised president that the left is starting to turn on. Let's talk about that. Isn't it fun to watch? So if you're not aware of what's going on with our president right now and, you know, documents and basements. And it's not just the documents. The documents, the only issue with the documents is what they show. The right. fact that he had them is secondary. Right. And, 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 and who it exposes. And who it exposes. And we'll give you a hint. Uh, it looks like, in our opinion, that uh, President Biden and Hunter Biden, um, those documents might indicate that um, those two are working or were working at the time for foreign governments, primarily Ukraine and or China. And if you think we're insane... It's it's too big to explain right, right here and now. We highly suggest you listen to the Dan Bongino show podcast podcast. Dan Bongino. Uh, he breaks it down. He's a former Secret Service agent. And he's he has got inside a great insight. He's got all kinds of informants in federal law enforcement that tell him things. So and we're not going to dwell on no. that. But we're just saying that the, the, the left is the left is clearly turning on Biden. It was a matter of time, I don't know, like after the midterms, oh wait, that did happen. Mm -hmm. So please go back and listen to like the, gosh, the first two, three weeks, starting about the first week of January. On Dan Bongino. On Dan Bongino, because he lays it out. I mean, he and, and he brings the receipts, he brings the proof. Mm -hmm. This isn't just, I'm guessing, and I'll say this, there's some days where I'm like, I'm, gonna th I'm guessing this is gonna happen two days later. Yeah, I was right, So because mm -hmm. he's able to bring the receipts. So, so what effect on what effect? prepping does it have when the left seems to want to get rid of a sitting president? What does that mean? Well, uh, let me answer that in just a moment. But what I do wanna say is that, so right now we have a very compromised president that the left is like, we can't polish this turd well enough to get him to survive the 2024 election. So come 2024, the summer of 2024, my guess is one of two things. Biden is going to be ousted here very soon 
because of what's happening. Very soon, I'm going to say in the next six to eight months, because, you know, investigations. I'm sorry. Uh, reviews. That's what mm. Corrine Jean-Pierre. Right. Jean-Pierre St. Pierre. Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre. Yeah, Jean-Pierre, the spokesman for the White House. Spokesperson. Person. Jeez Louise. Goodness. I'm sorry if somebody's offended. Mm. Anyway. Because we're not doing investigations, we're doing reviews. There's going to be something that so that they can then polish Kamala enough to be able to run in 2024 and succeed. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that's what the left is looking at right now. We can't get this guy propped up, cleaned up enough to get him to run, especially if he's committed this sort of improprieties. I'm not gonna, mm -hmm. crimes. I don't know that he, that is starting that is starting to be uncovered. Gonna, that's that's the unknown. But how does that affect us as preppers? Um, it doesn't in the sense of everything you're doing right now, don't stop. Exactly. And we want that to be that message to be very clear. We're not saying put a pause on your preps. And let's use the example that that illustrates this well. We have a, a good friend who uh, had a landlord and the landlord was a prepper. And we've talked about this before. And our but, friend was mm -hmm. was and still is a prepper. And the landlord after the 2016 election in which Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton, the landlord said basically to our friend, yeah, you can have all my food preps and all that kind of stuff. Because Trump won. Because Trump won. So there's need no need to prep yeah. anymore. No, there's plenty of reasons to continue to prep. We're just saying the, the impending threat in our opinion, and it is truly just our opinion, is not a civil war. It was right. a civil war and political violence. Obviously, they're kind of the same things, although it's a matter of degree. Well, I think political violence can foment and result. Yeah. And that's what a lot of us were afraid of. We have all this violence happening. We have these summer of loves happening. If this doesn't stop, what's the end game? Civil war. You know what I mean? That that was that was the progression that was going to happen if that violence didn't stop. Exactly. So, you know, that's what the incumbent thing and the Kamala Harris thing is. Here's here's another thing. We, we're going to go to break in just a moment, and we hope everybody rejoins us on and the other and side. We have more to talk about with this. We oh, wanna, we're we, just getting started. We totally want to just flesh this out and lay out the landscape. Go ahead. Here's another thing that struck me, and this is going to sound odd to a lot of listeners. We've lived through a couple years of the Biden administration. And yes, inflation has been crazy. Immigration's been nuts. There's a million things that the, that this president has done wrong, obviously. I mean, if you're listening to this daily. show. Yeah, daily. Every day something is a mess up. So we're not saying this is going well. Don't hear us say that. What we are saying is that it has been tolerable enough that people aren't going to take drastic actions. And to be honest, I'm not sure that I would have predicted that because nope. I assumed Biden would be more effective in his left wing nonsense. And he has been very effective. I'm saying he would have been more effective and he would have driven normal people up against the wall. And he hasn't done it because of his failures, not because of his. Well, intent. and because his, he is cognitively diminished. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's it's hard. If he to... were smarter. He could do this a lot better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank goodness for that. Right. Yeah. So, folks. Oh, we have so much more to talk about. Wouldn't you think about it? You're joining us for coffee. Mm -hmm. This is this is what we talked about today. So, folks, we have to take a break. Join us on the other side of the break for more thoughts on why we think the risk of civil war has diminished. Folks, don't go away. More Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Without water, you're done in three days. Pro One Water Filters. It's literally a matter of life and wet. Pro One G 2.0 All-in-One Gravity Systems are NSF ANSI 42 Component Certified. Not everybody can say that. No need for additional add-on filters to reduce fluoride. Pro One Stainless Gravity Systems include a stainless steel spigot and a countertop stand for no additional cost. Pro One Water Filter Gravity Systems. Check them out at ProOneUSA.com. That's P-R-O-O-N-E-U. USA.com. 
Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. In a tactical situation, your AR is your life. Gibbs Arms makes a sweet feature, the only side charger that can use a standard bolt carrier group with no modification. Gibbs makes them in 9mm, 5.56, and 308. In fact, Gibbs Arms has been granted eight patents for unique innovations. The company started back in 2008 when two Boeing engineers realized no one else made what they wanted. Take a look at their website and see all the ways Gibbs Arms can help you mod your AR. Gibbs with a Z, arms.com. That's G-I-B-B-Z-A-R-M-S.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for rejoining us. We are just getting started with our thoughts on why we think civil war is less likely than in, I don't know, say 2019 and 20. You know, the summer of loves and all of that, you know, just feel goody kind of time. Remember that? That was an awful time. Mm-hmm. It Burning really was. cities to the ground. Oh, Peaceful my gosh. protests. Oh, my gosh. So stick around, though, for the after show. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get to, you'll get you get to definitely hear more, of course, including the hilarity. I think that's a good word. It is a good word. Of the lightning round of random question Glenn asks me. And it's, he, it's funny because this week he, you said to me, I need to up my game on those. And I said, I do. You, you do. Uh, I would just completely spontaneously make up the lightning round questions. And I thought, I'm going to put a little thought into this. I'm so glad. I mean, so I think they're going to be a little bit better this A little bit week. more spicy. All right. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about a threat that's diminishing. Here's a threat that's not diminishing. And that's an EMP. As long as you've got Kim Jong-un uh, talking crazy smack talk and even the Russians And emailing, you know, I don't know, our president, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. But anyway, when EMP threat is not diminishing. And there's a great way to protect yourself from the EMP threat. And that's EMP shield. They make a device that is like a mega surge protector. And it prevents that surge from the the nuclear stuff. Uh, it's like electrons. It's, it's, it's hard to describe, uh, especially when you're like me. Anyway, you can go onto our friends and affiliates page at prepping2-0.com. Click on the EMP Shield logo, and you've got a coupon code there to get yourself $50 off each EMP Shield device. And speaking of EMP Shield, it reminds me of the topic of sponsors in general. We turn down quite a few sponsors. We want you guys to know that. We want to make sure that sponsors have products that you guys actually would be interested in. We view ourselves as a gateway providing you information about sponsors products and that's what we do so we have that archive episode of the week 
This is where we go back in time because we have so many new listeners and we remind them of some of our older episodes, which are doggone root and toot and good, if you don't mind me saying so. They they are indeed bot bitching. They are. I was going to say they're bot bitching. That's the superlative. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So episode 42, which was meeting fellow preppers on PrepperNet and the Christian case for prepping with Forrest Garvin, which aired on August 7th, 2019, which was right in the height of our season of concern about civil war that is now diminished a little bit. One of the other reasons, so picking back up on that topic, one of the other reasons we think civil war uh, is less likely now is, and what we're about to say, it is not perfect. We're just saying there's a trend in the right direction. And that is fewer and fewer people believe the media. Uh, Twitter now is not being run by the intelligence agencies of the deep state and BLM. I think Americans are on to the fact that it was a giant ripoff because in the beginning in 2020, people would put those BLM things up on their profile pages because they were actually for Black Lives Mattering. Want, yeah. Of course, obviously, Black Lives Matter. Every life matters. And if you said all lives matter, you got deplatformed. You got deplatformed. So, and, and in the beginning, it was the the virtue signaling phase where the general population thought that BLM was actually about supporting black lives. And then they found out, I think it's pretty obviously a universal Mm -hmm. conclusion now, at least among thinking people, that BLM stands for... By large mansions. By large mansions. And burn, loot, murder at the time. And yeah. so, and, and they've, so, they've been absolutely discredited. It is an absolutely a discredited organization that is a shock back. troop for mm-hmm. Soros. He funded it, as well as Antifa. Yeah. And people, I think, are wiser to Antifa now. So, our point is, is that three of the huge drivers of the Summer of Love of 2020, in which there was all this violence and mayhem, the media, social media and BLM slash Antifa, all three of those drivers of madness have been weakened somewhat. Now, there's still big swaths of the population that believe that nonsense from those folks. And we're not, that's why I said, we're not saying it's perfect. We're saying the trend is going in the correct direction. So let me add to that, the Twitter will be a non, I mean, it was contentious. All of, it's one of those things, Dan Bongino talks about this. We all knew Twitter was doing poopy stuff. We all Mm -hmm. knew it. We couldn't put our finger on it. Well, he's uncovered that. So here's something. Here's what will still be a factor in 2024, folks. First, the media will still, they will try, the media will polish whatever the Democrat lefty lunatic that they're going to put in for the general. The other thing that will still be in place is Facebook. Facebook, the documents and the emails are coming out showing that Facebook was a big driver in 2020. So let me add this. This is a headline that I'm just pulling up from Gateway Pundit. Zuckerberg funded nonprofit, in quotes, nonprofit, that spent $420 million to help get Democrats in 2020 election gears up for 2024. Facebook has not gone away. They will do their deplatforming. They will do their, their you know, squelching of posts. They will do their, their... This is why we were saying, we're not saying things have become perfect and there's no threat and there's no danger right. in any of this. We're saying it's diminished. It's diminished and it's the, the landscape has changed. So absolutely, absolutely. So the media is going to flip and support whatever the next, whether they're going to have to try to support Biden. Right now they're showing that they're not. The Democrats know that they've got to figure out what to do in the next few months, but they're going to. So the media is going to support whatever, whoever the leftist, the most left person on the ballot. Twitter is going to be fair or BLM and Antifa. So that means that Soros needs to find other shock troops. We'll Mm -hmm. figure it out. And then um, you have thoughts on post 2024 or did, did we cover it all? Well, I think we've, uh, well, I wanted to add one thing to this um, sense that we are diminished in our threats, and that is some anecdotal evidence. Yes. And and, um, uh, before I talk about the anecdotal evidence, I actually need to set the table and say one of the other factors that is leading us to believe that there is less of a probability of some horrible thing like a civil war, and, and this could be a mistake on our part. We could be we could have a bias. Right. So and then I have a thought after this. So just at so least you know. I'm a, a, in ex- describing our possible bias. Life looks way different here in Montana. In a red state. Than it did in Western Washington. Being a conservative 
in Western Washington was a potentially dangerous thing. One of the reasons Shelby and I got so freaked out in 20, so. 2019 and 2020 was that Antifa was going around targeting conservatives and the cops weren't doing a thing about it. Antifa could not get arrested. And I mean that they could not get arrested in in 2019, maybe 2020. I can't remember which Antifa was burning down forests and wildfires near suburban areas. They were caught with cans of gasoline on video and nothing was happening. Shelby and I had a, I think, well-grounded, legitimate fear of Antifa coming after us and, and, and setting fire. And and we had a bunch, we had like eight fire extinguishers around our house because, and it might sound goofy now, but it wasn't at the time. So that could be a factor. Contrast how safe we feel in Montana. We don't have eight fire extinguishers. Maybe they're in the garage somewhere. We have the eight ones that we brought from right. 2020. Yes, we do. Right. But we, we, we just feel so much more calm. And so many of you that live in red states or red areas, probably never felt as threatened as we did in a very blue area. Conversely, those of you in blue areas probably knew exactly Mm -hmm. what we were talking about. And so we are factoring in the undeniable fact that we are in a much safer setting. So maybe we feel safer. So maybe we think the threat has diminished. It's possible. So let's let's kind of change gears here, but but use some of what we've talked about. Talked about how this summer of love, 2020, was purposeful in creating chaos to to make it so that Trump didn't look like he was a, a president of law and order. No matter what, because there's an incumbent, a lefty in office, whoever that may be, come 2024, we're not going to have a summer of love in 2024. We're not. Nope. So because if I may add to this, sorry yes, to interrupt please you. Do. If there is a summer of love in 2024, it's going to make it less likely that the Democrats get reelected. Right. And that's the difference. That's, that's the difference. And so and how do we know that we what just happened in Memphis? It's not blowing up and it's not hitting the news media like the George Floyd incident happened that happened did. So. That changes our preps a little bit in the sense of this is and this is really the point of this show is how does that affect our preps? And you asked me that question first. Don't change anything except for one thing. Do we need to keep going out and buying more guns, Glenn? No, I don't think we do. Because a lot of us already have plenty. We have plenty. and And a lot of us were thinking if things got really spicy, we would need to be able to arm our neighbors for mutual self-defense, you know, mm-hmm. the, the roadblock at the, at the uh, cul-de-sac, not right. to go on offensive operations and go be commandos because uh, we're not commandos. Right. I mean, it's not what we do. So the one caveat to that is that if you still live, which yes, we know some of, some of you, you and we know, and you're sitting there in the middle of suburbia in high density with Antivo, you, we know you're like, I want out, I want out, I want out. You're there. Unless you're that person, I don't know, if you've got all your firearms you need, go for it. Be sure to stock up on ammo. You have some thoughts? Yes. Um, I think that if you live in a deep blue area, let's say Chicago, let's say you live in the Chicago suburbs, I I don't think you need to be thinking of the threat that you're prepping for as a civil war. I think what you need to really be concerned about, because we prep for things that are more likely. I mean, if you prepped for um, a, a meteor strike, I mean, what are you going to do? Have a giant like like chain over your house that's going to catch the meteor? I mean, I don't even know what you do. You have to prep for the most likely scenarios. And so if you live in suburban Chicago, um, you know, small unit tactics is probably not what you need to be uh, training for and and equipping for what you need to train for and equip for is a carjacking, mm-hmm. is a burglary, and it's an entirely different uh, mindset, uh, equipment list, and especially training. So instead of getting a bunch more AR-15s, my suggestion, if you live in a blue area, is to spend all that money on training. Go and train all you can, and if you live in suburban. Uh, Chicago, that means your training means you're going to have to drive, you know, to some other state where you can actually, you know, where there are actual shooting ranges because they're pretty much outlawed in, right. in Illinois and you need to train 
and you need to have uh, equipment that is more suited for the threat you face. And that would be pistols because in a carjacking situation, an AR-15 is pretty unruly. And obviously in Illinois, it's against the law to have an AR-15 in a vehicle. So you can't do that. So you need to, you need to pay attention to security. It's just a different kind of security and a different threat different equipment, different training, different mindset. That's our point. So so let me flesh that out. Yeah, I just want to say that again in a different way. The concern is not politically charged violence that could lead to a civil war, which is where that was headed. If the summer of love continued, if election violence continued, that's where that was headed. Now we're stepping back. Now we're living in post-COVID, post-2020 days where we have all across the United States, and I've done research on this for when I was writing for Victory Girls blog, major cities, Philadelphia, New York, Chicago, San Francisco, LA, Portland, Seattle, all of, uh, just uh, go look them up and look at their murder rates. Oh my goodness. Because you have DAs, Soros funded mm-hmm. DAs that do not prosecute major crimes, triple, quadruple in the last two to three years, four years. You are more likely to be a cr- victim of a crime, a major crime. We're not just talking a carjacking or, you know, getting if you, you know, vandalism to your house where there's broken glass and a door gets knocked down. Please do not care. Yeah. Fill you, out a report online and yeah, uh, for your insurance. Company. If you if you get shot at and and God forbid somebody hurts you and you defend yourself, guess who's going to be in trouble? You are. So that's what you need to prepare more for. Then, you know, another summer of love. Here's the other thing that we talked about this morning is, and we talked about this when in our summer or our year of 2021, when we were moving here, talking about creating a plan to move. And many of you have, we've talked about that. We've met many of you. We've talked to many of you. You've got a plan to either you're in the process or you're in, you have a two to five year plan to move. You're waiting for the retirement. You're waiting for, you know, the kids to graduate. You're waiting for something to happen and you've got a plan in place. Can I recommend that you press the gas on that a little bit mm-hmm. before 2024? What are your thoughts on that, Glenn? It's absolutely a necessity. Um, again, it's not that there are no threats. It's that They're there changed. are. They, they One has diminished and others have increased. I wanted to also mention something Um, that may be coloring our thoughts on the diminishment of this, of civil war as a threat. And that is, and this is going to sound weird, but it, it isn't. And that is the, um, the priority on security stuff within our circles. And that's Mm -hmm. primarily the team has diminished. If you could, if you could compare the group texts that we sent in 2019 and 2020 and federal government, I'm sure you already have. Um, Anyway, you would see all kinds of discussions about gear and um, we're going to do a first aid class and, you know, radio stuff. It was gearing up for what we thought was going to happen. And it was also like, this is happening here. Yeah. This is happening here. Yeah. We have this happening here. Yeah. A lot this, of boots this city on the burned last yeah. night, you know, and, and, and all that other stuff. And now the group texts um, are much more about uh, making fun of each other, um, how old I am. Apparently, I'm 100 <laughs> years old. I mean, um, it's about how many push ups we did today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. And so, again, that could just be us, but I think it's emblematic of how. You know, people in our circles that we think are rational people have shifted their focus. And I, and I just think that's true. Now, they're go ahead. shifted their focus, but they have not like stopped. Our, they have not stopped. Right. The, the shift is now more getting in shape, doing that two to five year plan and maybe upping, you know, shortening that time frame. It's a lot. The prepping is still there, but the focus has changed. Here's another advantage of changing your focus from more of a scary prepping to less scary prepping. And that is if you are trying to, and we're not going to start talking about the reluctant spouses because that's going to be two weeks from now. But if you have a reluctant spouse, your spouse is probably a lot more comfortable with you talking about food and water than guns. And so look at this as an advantage that you have. You have the 
freedom, you have the license, you have the space in order to not focus as much on guns and stuff like that, which could right. get you a lot of credibility with your spouse. You can get and, some more and, prepping done in that discussion than you could in the, oh my gosh, we need to lock, you know, add locks to the door because Antifa is right around the corner, right? Exactly. Yes, exactly. So consider this a gift. We have a pause. We have a lull in the, the scariness of the threat. Consider it an opportunity. You know, you're not quitting. You're not a coward. No. You're not a quitter. You're not a quitter if you switch the focus of your preps to the more likely threat. You're not right. a quitter. You're smart. Let me, let me add to that. Not only are you not a quitter, you're smart. Because why would you put your resources, time, and effort into running and gunning yeah. That's unnecessary. That right now, that's that's very unnecessary and costly. Take those same resources and funds and put them into victory gardens, putting them into growing your um, deep preps, putting them into things that will because this is what to me, what is the most immediate threat? And we've had lots of talks about this is combating inflation, mm -hmm. how to stretch our dollars, how to make it so that when this inflation, which right now there's no end site, mm -hmm. what, and there, what's an end site to inflation taken to its logical <laughs> conclusion is an economic crash of, of the United States defaulting on its treasury right. notes. That's, 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 that's a, the conclusion that's of inflation. That's the conclusion. So that's what we need to be preparing for right now. Because if Biden stays in office and the left manages to hang on to that office, that's a lot. That's what we need to be. That's where we need to shift our focus to. It is not giving up. It is it is preparing for what's on the horizon. And you mentioned running and gunning, which is fun. I love oh, it. It's so fun. It is fun. However, everybody, every single person listening right now has finite time and money unless you're a retired billionaire and if so give us a call because we would love to be your um full-time personal prepping um consultants and you would pay us a lot of money so oh the phone didn't ring so that's not going to happen so no, watch as soon as this yeah, show exactly. ring -a -ling -a -ling. <laughs> as soon as this show airs holy crow our phones are gonna blow up but you only have so much time and money if you are overdoing it in a particular area because you enjoy it if you want to do it because you enjoy it, then that's cool. Obviously, we're not the kind of people that tell other people how to live. However, just acknowledge to yourself that by focusing more than you realistically need to on running and gunning, you're doing it because you like it. And don't try to pass it off as um, I'm, I'm prepared for, you know, hordes of zombies. You're going to lose credibility. Um, and and you're, you're just, you're focusing on the wrong threat and look at and if you want to look at things in a military mindset the biggest mistake militaries usually make is preparing for the last war and not what is coming up look right. at russia and ukraine russia thought this was world war ii and you amass a bunch of artillery and a bunch of tanks and a bunch of mechanized infantry and you storm in blitzkrieg style like this is stalingrad in 1943 uh, mistaken. It's about drones and it's about information warfare and it's about Ukraine being able to get uh, incredible support from other nations. That's what matters in the current war. And so I think we've made our point. Don't yeah. don't fight the last battle. There is a scenario in which and by the way, we we look at evidence and we don't have egos. So when there is a potential trend that goes against what we're suggesting, we let you know about it because then you well, can think about it. Well, that's the point of this show. Yeah, it's, yeah we, it's a discussion yeah. for you to think about. One thing that could happen that would lead to spiciness, maybe not a civil war, but would lead to spiciness, and that is if the Democrats, air quotes, win the 2024 election and the cheating is as obvious or even more obvious as it was in 2020, um, there could be... There could be some spiciness, but here's the reason um, that I don't see that happening. And that is because conservatives don't burn cities to the ground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. We are not violent. We don't do that. But here's the other scenario that is, you know, a possibility. So this is what I meant to say in the beginning. And that is, what if a Republican wins the White House in 2024? You would think 
that the left would try to burn stuff down. Now, I think they do try to burn stuff down because they're petulant children. However, violent, petulant children, there's there's no election for them to win. And if anything, the left knows that if they react to a Republican presidency by burning cities down like they did in 2020, that's not going to play well. And you're not going to have the media well, the media will report that it was Republicans' fault whenever a city burns right. down. They but fewer t- and fewer people will listen. So it matters less and less. And they they twisted that so much. That's the thing. The, the, the mental gymnastics that they have to do to make it seem like the burning that they do is somehow Trump's fault is just incredibly crazy. Right. But So I'm acknowledging yeah. Yeah. that there is a potential for political violence if a Republican wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's less of a threat of political violence if the Democrats win by obvious cheating because rotary clubs don't burn cities no. to the ground. You know, church groups do not burn cities to the ground. I mean, I guess that could happen. So, Republicans don't burn cities yeah. to the ground. Let's just be honest. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, those are some thoughts. Um, so as we're kind of winding this up here as we go into the after show, something to think about and we'll t- and we'll talk. We'll have another show like this, I'm sure. And you know, especially as we get into election season in a year, we might end up having another show by reading all the comments that Patreons oh are gosh, going yeah. to supply yeah. to this because I'm sure this is a contentious topic. Some people are going to be mad at us for saying this threat is diminished, and and we accept that, and we are interested in what they have to say. Exactly. Well, I think that yeah. And have definite thoughts about what's coming down the pike. I will say this: if Something to think about. I don't know why I I need to think about this some more. If a swampy Republican gets elected into office, what will the left do? Hmm. Swampy Republicans are those that, you know, they're the Mitt Romneys. They're the Murkowskis. They're the ones that do, you know, they do, you know, Biden sort of things, but they seem like conservatives. Or what if we get a non-swampy Republican in office, which, again, this is a high bar to hit. What kind of, you know, then it's four years of violence. Then it's four years of Trumpiness, yeah, of, of, of trying to get this person out of office. And then that four years, 2024 to 2028, we know what that's going to be like. We just saw from 2016 to 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something to think about coming down the pike. But in the meantime, what's the immediate threat? Inflation. Exactly. And what is the answer to And we've given you a million scenarios. What if Republicans win? What if Democrats win? What if there's a summer love? What if there isn't? Here's the the unifying theory. And that is be prepared for what's coming in general. Don't put an overemphasis on anything and you'll be fine. We know things aren't going to get awesome, but... But we also know what Ben Franklin Ben had to Franklin's say. words always apply, don't they? Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Folks, have a great week. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.